you're listening to Spraymakers, the podcast where Chris Rossi and Trent Finlayson dive deep into the world of slalom. There are always roadblocks on the way to slalom greatness. Let the boys teach you how to navigate the way. We put up these emotional roadblocks. We, we make this whole thing more difficult because I, I think too often we judge our own skiing through the wrong lens. Um, what um, does that mean? What does that mean to you? Does that mean anything to you or am I just rambling, Rossi? <laughs> no, I mean, actually, I love the way that you use the term roadblock. You know, I think, you know, we I mean, I, I think we're we're our own worst enemy in a lot of in a lot of areas. And I think yeah. that. You know, um, I think it all just kind of falls under the term or the 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 heading of fear. But yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of different ways that fear shows up. You know, and that could be, it could be a lot of things. You know, so I think I think ultimately, and we've we've you know we've touched on this in the past. You know, regarding tournament performance. Okay, like yeah. that's one yeah. that's one area of fear, right? Like when you get to an, a tournament and maybe you're a you're a, a jumble of emotions and, and that's overriding you and you, and you know, and, and as a result, you, you don't put up the scores that you'd like to be putting up, but there's fear in so many other realms of our skiing that we also put roadblocks up to, and that can be technique. It can be conditions. It can be so, so yeah. many things. And I think that, I mean, ultimately I think people need to understand that we all have fear fear is natural. I mean, if you don't have fear and you put your hand on the, on the stove and you burn your hand, you know, you're going to do that once. And then you're going to have fear of that. You're gonna be like, Nope, that's not good for me. I, you know, whatever. Or I've made the, the analogy of the gladiator right before those gates open up and they got to run out into the arena and it's life or death. That person is not sitting there calm as can be. And like, man, this is just another day in the park. Right. I mean, there is fear everywhere. So it's 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 what we choose to do with it. And um, I think it can make you it can make you you can rise to the occasion or you can let it chop you off at the knees and and take you out completely. And I think I think that's kind of where I don't know. I think there's a there's an intersection here that we can all learn from. And um, yeah, that's kind of where. That's kind of where I went with it. Yeah, and and I think it's you know it's probably really simple. It, it's just sort of fear of, of of well, okay. There's a couple different avenues. So the, <laughs> the first one, and I think is is okay. Fear of failure, I think is 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 the probably the biggest thing that that interferes with. I'm just going to start with practice. It just interferes with with, with people's practice with their training. Um, you know, just anecdotally, we, we were talking um, before we got on air. Uh, you know, I've 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 coached Stephen Nevy through throughout his entire career. You know, and just going back to so probably ten, twelve years, twelve years ago, and when when all of a sudden it was like, holy crap, here's this young kid running thirty nine, and and <clears throat> you know, all it seemingly went you know from you know from the outside of sure it seemed like he came out of nowhere but i mean he was you know, he was just quietly putting in his reps and, and he just he's, he's a gifted athlete and all of a sudden he's running mid 41 and and he hit this he put he hit this kind of roadblock where where he was he got caught judging every set or end every tournament round um simply by whether he ran 39 or not and and it just it and he hit this momentary wall where where you know he wasn't improving and 
his tournament scores were suffering because of the, all the all the stress he was putting on himself. He was he was defining success by the sixth buoy of one particular pass every single time. And and and, and of course you have benchmarks you want to hit in tournaments, but but he was judging every practice set the same way. And and it just you know it, it's. And and what, so whether it's you know this this young pro skier running into forty one or or whether it's it's just, you know you're you know more of an up and coming guy trying to run twenty two off like you can't judge the quality of every set simply by whether you ran the last buoy on on the hardest pass and, and mm. we're all guilty of this I, 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 like I'm I'm the same way you know when <clears throat> especially beginning of the year and I'll, I'm you know I'm sitting in the water with the sudden realization that, holy crap, I, I'm like, I got to find eight buoys before I'm skiing good. Like I'm not even close. And, and, it, and it's the same thing. I've got to, for me, it, and you know, maybe this, this might translate to some other people. I, I've got to put my ego way, way aside. Um, and, and my mindset is, you know, how I fix it or how I kind of realign myself is, is I just, I remind myself, I've, I've got to quietly take reps. I need reps reps i need the right repetitions and and and, and i got to be okay with falling especially on my hardest pass i got to be okay with falling around two ball on my hardest pass as long as i'm i'm it, for me as long as i'm building the, the the line that i need to eventually run the pass then i i know i'm moving forward so i, I think we've talked about this before I, you know i think taking more of a of a qualitative approach meaning you know judging the quality of your movements and the quality of the line you're establishing has to take precedent um, if you're ever going to be, you know, if you're ever going to meet your your quantitative goals, if you're ever going to run the pass that that you're truly, you know, trying to trying to run. How do you how do you keep those those emotions in check? Like start with your own skiing. Like how do you you know how do you, how do you keep those uh th- those pressures or that fear at bay? Well, you know, this is this is a great discussion. Uh, you know, as far as how it relates to myself, and I actually think you know there is some some similarity in in yourself as well. You know, my personality, as much as I want to to view myself a certain way, the older I get, the more honest I get with myself. And, you know, I am I am a more nervous individual. I mean, that is just part of my personality. I overanalyze everything, whether it's my skiing, an interaction I had with someone, you know, a phone call I had, a, a, a post I made, you know, whatever it is. You know, I'm I'm a I'm I super analyze everything and, and tear it down, which is great when you're talking about being a coach and and coming up with techniques and and ways around certain things. But it's also not the not really where you always want to be. Maybe to from a confidence standpoint, going as a tournament skier. You know, I mean, for me, the way I look at at myself, I I learned to be a tournament skier. I was always going to be a coach. You know, like that, that's just, yeah. that's just a way that my, my, myself, you know, go. So, you know, if you want to look back in my career, I had a moment where I was skiing really well in practice, not a moment. I had lots of those moments, but you know, my confidence was that I had an all time high. This must've been, I don't know, maybe it was 2005, six, I don't know, somewhere in that range. It all blurs together yeah. at this point. But I was at a tournament and I, I, I underachieved, 
right? I went out. I didn't, I didn't have the right game plan for myself. I allowed fear to be, uh, you know, a percentage of, of the negative way, you know, like you can, you can rise to fear or you can let fear take you, take you off your path, you know? And so I, I allowed some fear to take me off my path for a moment and I, I underperformed. Right. And I was really upset with myself. Um, you know, but, but at that moment I'm, I'm thinking score, like I didn't get the score I needed. I'm not going to make the cut or I missed the cut. I can't remember exactly the scenario, but, um, a coach that, you know, I hadn't had any experience with was there coaching other people. And, uh, and his name is Tangy and Tangy. I don't know the guy, but I know he's a great coach. So in my, you know, or, you know, a, a heralded coach. So, you know, in my mind, I have him up in this, you know, this wonderful spot and, yeah. you know, I saw Tangy. I said, Oh, Hey buddy, you know, how's it going? And, uh, he came over and, he, he said something very profound to me that was, you know, he just, he looked at me and he goes, you ski like a wimp, you know? <laughs> and that's just, just to be honest here, that's not the words that were used. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm looking at, you know, and I, I'm like, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm in the top 10 in the world, you know, and you just come up to me and that's what, that's the discussion we're going to have, you know? And so, and, and I mean, right off the bat and I'm like. So yeah, I get taken back and I got upset and, you know, and then I'm like, well, screw that guy, you know, and what does he know? And whatever. And I'd basically finished the conversation and walked away. Right. And yeah. And, and, and then I, you know, and then I, in my normal way of, you know, analyzing things, that conversation kept coming back and it wasn't that day. It wasn't the next day. It was a while later that that conversation came back to my head and I went, you know what? He nailed it. He actually nailed my weakness. He's a coach. Like I should have just known to read into what he was saying. Like if it didn't resonate the way he said it, I should have dove into it. But anyway, the point is he was basically saying that you're, you're so much better of a skier than you're showing right now. Like you, you have all these things, but you're holding yourself back, you know? And it took me a long time to even like process that lesson that, that Tangy gave me. And it was free. You know, it was a free, I mean, it was just literally like in passing conversation. And then, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, wow. So, okay. So basically I want everybody to know, like the, the, you're not on You're this is not uncommon. I mean, I think we all have bits and pieces of this and your greatest skiers in the world that seem super confident. They are, they also have fear and, yeah. and maybe they have ways to, to figure it out. Right. So for me, okay. So the, what was the question? Like, how do I deal with it? And, and, and how, how did that, how did, how did it come around in my career? Yeah. And, and I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I think anecdotally that there, there was one example of it right there, but, but yeah, like, you know, how, how do, how do you keep those, you know, balance expectations with, 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 you know, with actually being able to perform action. Yeah take yeah. take actions yes. right wow i mean that's i mean if you want to just cut to the chase that's it right mm -hmm. um we all can sit here and sabotage ourselves you know um uh, what did I, I i wrote a couple of notes just quickly while you were talking and it was like uh, oh yeah like excuses are enablers of fear right so like you got to make a plan and you have to go after that's these the big fears, one that's right? the big one that's that's the big big one yes 
One hundred percent. And I and I think I think is that what you mean by action is 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 construct and and commit to a plan. The, oh, I mean, you always take my words and make them sound so much sexier. <laughs> and but 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 that is it though. And, and um, you know, uh, it's it, and the timing of this was perfect because I ran into this yesterday with one of the one of the kids I coach, and this kid is literally one of the best skiers on the planet. But you know, we had this conversation yesterday where, <clears throat> um, he, he starts with this really um concrete concise plan you know we we map out the whole season and this is where this is where you you know this is where you need to be skiing you know at a certain level and here's here's how many weeks you have leading up to this point and we're going to peak here we're going to mellow out here we're going to peak here and 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 routinely and, and and you know we were able to get it back under control yesterday but what what happens is he after the first peak that that next valley just derails everything, you know, mm. and, and it's the, my, sort of the big takeaway with him yesterday was, was look, like, you know, you, you need, you're not entitled to run 39 every single set. Not yet. You know, that's, 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 you know, you can run 39. Yes. And you are going to run 41, but, but you're not, you're not entitled to run 39 every set just because you, you, you have done it. You know, it's, it's, you, you need to, you need repetition. You need the right reps. You need to, to strip, you know, strip away the emotion and, and stick to your plan. Like, you know, you've already decided this is what you're, this is the single most important thing that you need to work on this year to, to pick up those, those next three buoys. And, 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 and as soon as things start going good, the plan goes out the window. So then it's, then like one, you know, one little cog falls out and the whole thing comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, <clears throat> and we talked about this at length plan. You've got to come up with a plan and you've got to set for me. It's, it's, you know, I don't know if everyone's like this, but for me, it's, it's, I need to set motion aside and I need to just quietly stick to my plan. Um, and I, I think, and you've already touched on this, but I think the reason why it's difficult is because we think it's, it's so easy for everyone else. You know, like especially in the in the competitive you know arena, you look you, you look around and you just think, oh well, skier X, holy man, you know he ran one of forty one last weekend, it and it just it it like looks so easy for him. And I don't mean it looks easy on the water, but it just looks like he's just you know got everything in check and it's just so simple and so confident. And but every you know this is a battle that everyone goes through at every level, whether you're you know trying to run your you know, I just want to run a pass in tournaments this year. Well, it's the same thing. You know, if your goal is I'm going to run all six on on, on my opening pass in tournaments this year, well, all these people around you who maybe are running into 35 off or 38 off, it wasn't easy for them either. You know, just because they're making it look easy on the water and they're they're due to experience, they're a little more you know, calmer on the dock and a little more collected. They weren't always like that. You know, this 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 wasn't easy for 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 anyone, myself included. You cannot, you cannot overstate that. I mean, it's really big. And I, I mean, that's why Trent, you and I want to talk about this. We want everybody to understand, like, I mean, there's great amounts of fear all over and you just have to find ways through all this stuff. You know, going back to your conversation with your young skier in, in my mind, what I've come across is I call these weed out, weed out moments and weed out moments can be can be you know can be 
a moment like you described where you're having success, maybe you have a lot of success, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have some failure and now you're going to just abandon everything that you had decided was going to be your goals for the year. And now you're just going to go back to what you know. And I'm going to tell you 95, this is 95% yes. of people. Ma yes. Or, or maybe I'm not, even greater yeah. than that. Yes. This is not meant to discourage anybody, but if you want to know, you know, when you look at pros, there's a reason why they're pros and others are not. And it's not just based on skill. Yes, skill is For part sure. of there, but a but a plan is huge. And having confidence in your plan is huge. You yes, know, I thank, mean yeah, I'm gonna interject confidence in your plan. Yes, that's what real confidence is. Yes, it's not just confidence in your ability. It, it's it's confidence in your plan and that your plan and and, and going through and sticking to the process of completing your plan, that's what's going to yield the results. Confidence in your plan. I hadn't thought of it quite like that. That's, that's awesome. Well, I mean, it just, it, cause you can have confidence. I mean, I have, I have unlimited confidence in myself, you know, like that, that's that I have, but that doesn't get me to the finish line. So how do how, <laughs> you know what I mean? Point. Like, what does that get you? <laughs> yeah. I got me a big, actually what that got you is a big ego that just gets crushed every other, you know, every other time. And so, so you start to realize that, you know, I mean, I look at, I look at a lot of this, you can even, you know, you can take this to wherever you want to go with it, but I've seen a lot of young up and coming, not maybe not exactly the athlete you're talking about, but I've seen a lot of talented young skiers that I think this person has the skill to be a pro yeah. and they don't yeah. make it. And, yeah. and, and it's, and that, that, that person, there's many more of those than are the ones that make it. And mm -hmm. it is not that they weren't skilled enough. You know, I mean, shoot. I mean, I think Mapple uh, said that he was one of the most uncoordinated kids in high school. Yeah. You know, like he could run. That was about it. Everything else, he just didn't have that kind of, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't in that coordinated, you know, team sport type of thing. And then he picks up water skiing and gets great at it. Like that is actually what I think in this sport. Like I believe every single skier can, can, can run an insane amount of buoys. It's just a matter of how much are you going to hold yourself back? Are you going to sit there and go, man, two at 35, if I ever got to 35 off, that, that would be it. And then you know what happens? That person gets to 35 off and guess what? They're stuck at two at 35 off for the rest of their life. And then instead of being excited about it, because they were excited when they got there year after year, after year, after year, after year, after that, it doesn't change. And then it, you know, your, your outlook has a different, you know, a different take on it. So no matter what, we're always trying to evolve. We're always trying to understand what goes on. I mean, fear, fear and water skiing could be lots of things. It can be, oh, I'm, I'm at a new site now. What's it going to be like? You know, even though this, the same six buoys are in the same place everywhere, it does have a different feel, but is it really like, do we need, or did we take our mentally, are we out of it? You know, um, I have lots of fear of people getting better at technique, right? Like, so I got a perfect example here. Uh, this one. Are you ready for this? Like, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, you know, I've got an older student who, you know, I mean, I've had, I mean, this is, this is, I'm just going to talk in general, but this is, I can think of, I have people's names, you know, coming up in my mind. Right. But, you know, I see them come off the turn, they grab the handle, they keep their arms bent and their arms are bent all the way into the wake. 
you know, and I'm like, Hey, listen, man, we got to get those arms straight. Do you know how much overcoming of fear that takes? And the weirdest part is the weirdest part is you're in such a safer position with your arms straight, but your mind has created a fear. And then you are using your bent arms as a crutch to, well, I, the, the, it, it obviously stemmed maybe from weight crossings, right? Like going out the front through a weight crossing and they started bending their arms and maybe that kept them more upright. And for a, in a split second in their technical advancements, it was a bandaid that helped them to get over a little bit of this fear. And then you're like, yeah, but now you're, <laughs> you're running into 35 off with your arms bent the whole time. And then I explained to him, hey, listen, when your arms are bent, your body is more upright. So you have less less lean, less ski angle, less ability to, to create side to side. And your muscles are exploding and you're putting more load on your back. Your, your hips are hinging because of that load. So there is no positive that's coming from this except for some some way back in the line. You know, you you had that. You know, you had that as a as a crutch. So you know, there's fear, everything, wind, rollers, you know, it, I mean, it, it like it, it coming back from an injury. I mean, there is fear associated with so many things. And I think, you know, like what we, what we described before, I think, you know, coming up with a plan yeah. and then you're gonna have these weed out moments, whether that be in a year, whether that be, you know, for a career, whatever. I mean, I had a weed out moment that I almost quit water skiing. You know, I, I just, I, 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 what was I, that? it was, it was like finishing college. You know, I got a, I got a really great job offer, you know, that, that was going to pay me lots of money outside of water skiing at that moment in water skiing. I was really frustrated. You know, I was running three at 38, which I had been able to run when I started college, uh, when I was finishing college in the same, same kind of realm, you know, and I hadn't progressed and I was really frustrated with, with how the heck was I going to get to that next level and, um, just kind of was like, kind of like, do I hang this up and go down this road and, and maybe I'll just ski for fun the rest of my life. And, and, you know, I had, I had a lot of sleepless nights, you know, trying to wrestle with what, who am I and, and what am I, and am I even supposed to be having this conversation? Like, am I even good enough? Am I even good enough to to be able to take that next step. Like maybe, maybe this is it for me, you know, like I had all those conversations in my mind and lots of sleepless nights. And then, you know, I just decided, you know what, I'll have many more opportunities for a career outside of water skiing. But if I walk away from water skiing right now, that door might close, you know, I mean, I'm just, I mean, and and maybe it wouldn't have, but that, that, and then I made a realization that I need to make a plan and its plan can't be the plan that I've obviously the plan I've been running up to this date isn't working to get me to where I want to go. It got me to where I got to. And so you have to also understand there are times in your skiing career that you need to, you know, and that's, I I just did, you know, my quote unquotes in the air, but that's relative to everybody and where you are, you know, where you are and you have to make, you're going to have to make a change of plan. And, yep. and I've re I've, I mean, I've done that multiple times, even in my pro career, you know, I've, whether it's going one handed gate or back or, you know, whether it's, you know, when we were, you know, when we were developing in the early two thousands, like I was skiing a more old school style and I was skiing really well, you know, and then come up with these new ideas, you know, that we, we've talked about, 
you know, that, that been a, been a part of in my career to come up with some different ways to, to, to imagine skiing. And, and, uh, you know, obviously for me to do that, I had to take a step back and I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said, I don't know what you're doing, but I can't, but why are why are you doing this? Like you're, you're, are you, this is not going to help you. You know, and then in the yeah. in the flip side, you see you see all that work pay off and in 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 good seasons later on in in, in your uh, career. And and anyway, the point is, this has been a long winded run, but you know, you've got to you've got to make a plan, and then everything is always going to try to pull you off your plan. One hundred percent. And always. this is like this is where I see, and this is <clears throat> excuse me, this was this is what limited me for years through, through the bulk of my, of my skiing career was exactly that is that I'd come up with this, I'd come up with a plan. Okay. Here, you know, here's just exactly like I was, I ran into with my, with my student yesterday is it is I had this great plan and here's I, this, I need to improve this aspect of my skiing to get past two ball at 41 and, 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 and I'm going to do it. And then it's the same thing. June first hits and I'm running two at 41 and it just goes out the window. I'm just, I just abandoned it because you know, it, it, it's, it, it, it's that fear of, of it. I think it's, it's really the fear of it not paying off, you know, but so, so then you just end up stuck for years and, you know, you go back to your guy <clears throat> running, you know, um, getting to a certain level and, and with his arms completely bent and, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's as much as it, for some people, it's fear of like, okay, if I change, I'm, I might be in balance and get hurt. A lot of it, it's it's fear of 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 putting the effort into making a change. Maybe perhaps for the fear that it's not going to pay off. I'm not really sure exactly what what it is, because I you know I ran into a guy last week too at, at a clinic, and it was and and it was exactly that. It, it, it you know he had this this one fundamental flaw, and it it, it pertained to structure and balance and and. It, it's not even that it's a hard thing to fix. It's not a hard thing to change, but I think people have fear of, of, of pu- putting their effort into, you know, changing something substantial. Uh, and for him, because it, it was just, it was, it was, it, this is going to sound crazy, but, but I can, I can relate for him. It was the fear of not running 35 off every set. Right. And, and I'm like, well, but I'm like, look, you can, you run, mid 38 and you you have something significantly out of line i'm like could you imagine like when it like it, and i we're just you know we're going through videos and showing him pictures of him pictures of me pictures of, of you know you pictures of freddie winter i'm like look like like w- like one of these don't doesn't belong right one of these does not look like the other right I, i'm like could you imagine that if you hit the first wake with, with the with the type of balance and structure that I have, like, do you think there's a chance you would ever miss 35 ever, or and do you think there's a chance that you wouldn't run 38? I'm, so it, it's exactly that though. In in we had, we had a great week of skiing because by by day two it was exactly that. It was it was he was able to you know shed light on the fact that like as he he feels great as long as he can run 35 every set, you know not every time every set, and and it was and it was exactly that. It was fear of of not running 35 and that's just such a crazy thing like you know it was it was great when it, when we finally shed some light on it you know and because he had stated my goal I, what's my goal is well i would like to run 35 at every tournament and and i know i'm good enough to run 38 and so it, it's it's crazy though how our mind like 
and it, it's ego, not ego in, in the negative sense, but it's ego that kind of can keep people from, from progressing, you know? That, so I get, you know, go, that's why coming up with a plan and, and like you said, having confidence in your plan. So, so, that, you know, I think that means for a lot of people, it means get, just get some help. Let, like, let someone, you know, I, I mean, especially like a coach that you trust or someone in the sport that you trust, um, let them help you come up with a plan, a plan that you can trust in, because there's nothing more powerful than that. It, that is, you can't, you couldn't have nailed it any better. I mean, we could, we could just hit the end button, but I don't want to do that yet. I, I'm, I'm loving talking right now. So, hey, can I do a quick sidebar? I had a dream. Yeah. La- I had a dream last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you want to know that you know, I, and I, I, I didn't remember the dream because it wasn't super significant until this morning. And I was yeah. uh, listening to another podcast while I was driving my kids to school. And I realized my dream was that I was literally sitting at the table with Joe Rogan. And we were we were just discussing spray makers and discussing a podcast. And I <laughs> and I literally I, and I but it was as normal as you and I talking right now. You know, Joe Rogan and I were just going back and forth and chatting about it. And and uh, anyway, that was my sidebar <laughs> sidebar story. <laughs> but to get to get back into the meat and potatoes, um, you know, one of the things that we all need to do is when you find scenarios of fear, it's not necessarily good or bad. My therapist uh, always recommends that in these zones that you actually dive in and speak to the fear, meaning ask the fear, like, what, what, what is it? What is it that I'm fearful of? What is it that's holding me? Like, I'm fearful that it's too windy at this tournament. Okay. But really, does that mean that you're fearful of getting hurt? Are you fearful of underperforming? Are you fearful of, uh, you know, making a fool out of yourself? You know, what is it that you're fearful of and dive into that, right? Like really try to get that, get an understanding of what it is actually is. Like, is it just that feeling of I'm about to ski and I'm, you know, and I'm getting a little bit anxious, you know, and, and then my body's getting ready? Or is it like that I have a true fear that I need to understand first, you know, and that, that goes right into my second part right here, which is, you know, to me, the only way to overcome fear is to one, identify it, and then two, add in the knowledge that you're lacking that is allowing the fear to come in in a negative way instead of, you know, in a way that can can help you. So that's, I think that that's yeah, yeah that's interesting because and then again, like just anecdotally, I, <clears throat> another one of my, you know, another one of my uh, guys I, that I get to coach. Um, had you know he's had a tournament last weekend and it, you know it was pretty crappy conditions and 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 he ran five at 38 off and he was you know he's he really bummed out and I said okay so I, like in under those conditions what's the what, what what would have been a win you know and the answer was two at 39 I'm like okay so what would that have gotten you and 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 it was and and where I'm, why I'm bringing this up is just because you said like at, you know asking the fear what 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 mm-hmm. you know or, or, you know addressing the fear and trying to decide what it, what it really is and and it was so what would that have gotten you well it would have for him you know this will mean something to some people it won't mean anything to other people but it, it well for him it would have upped his average like meaning you know he he of his top three scores one of them was still at thirty eight so if he had one more score at thirty nine then all of a sudden his average would have been two and a half at thirty nine like okay great so I'm like and what would that have done for you well, it would have moved me up in the ranking list. 
what you know and what would that have done for you would that have gotten you qualified for a different tournament no and is the list closed well no it's a rotating list it's 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 refreshed every week so I, the point was like he was he was so afraid of missing 38 up and missing this opportunity to do what and, and when he explored it really did not to do anything to move up on a ranking list that 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 he that he has the same opportunity to increase the next time so it's like it's especially when it comes to tournaments or end practice but we put these we put these like ridiculous um ideals in our head where where it's it's like well what's the upside like you know what i mean like had he had he instead of been nervous about instead of being nervous about missing 38 had he just been like okay you know this is one of the early tournaments of the year one i want to feel comfortable on the dock and that was his goal and two, I want to execute my gates in a manner that's, you know, at least going to give me the space to run the the buoys that I want to be able to run. And that was his second state of goal. But when it came down to, you know, when it came down to kickoff, it was all of a sudden that goal was I need two or thirty nine. And so it's, you know, addressing or like you said, like speaking to that fear and 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 try then decide whether it's rational or not. If it's man, you know, there's lightning out there, I might die today that's rational fear, you know, um, <clears throat> I might underperform and feel silly. Well, then you need to decide whether that's even rational. And, and if it isn't, then, then holy crap, let's go back to your plan and, 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 and judge, judge the, you know, the, the, the quality of that tournament or that particular ski ride as, as it compares to what, you know, what your intent was when you, when you laid this, this master plan out for the, for the day or for the weekend, for the, for the month and for the season. Right. I, that's, I mean, a you, you, you put a lot of knowledge into that. I really enjoyed it. I think that it's, it's really, it's really a battle, you know, it's a battle, but it's really only a battle against yourself. And so, you know, you need to have your expectations. You need to have your game plan. You know, we've talked about this in the past. When I when I ski a tournament round, I'm evaluating my tournament round on how well was I able to work on to how well did I accomplish the technical goals that I've been working on in practice. That's what I use my tournaments for. Right. Like, I don't just throw that all out the window. You know, like I want to go into a, a unique, you know, when you're at home and you're in your training site and let's just say you ski at the same lake with the same boat and the same driver every day. And, oh, 99% of the time it's perfectly calm. Okay. So yeah, you've got your, you've got your baseline, you've got it all right. Like it's not that you, you need to hit your performance buoy count. I, I judge my sets on how well did I do the things that I set out to do? you know, and, and, and those are usually technical aspects, you know, whether it be like arms straight through the wakes or edge changing at mm-hmm. center line or, you know, whatever, whatever those things are like, you know, I mean, that, that's what the win is. You know, if you're fearful of, of, um, windy conditions at tournaments, then you're going to get smoked every single time if you don't practice in windy conditions. But, you know, people have a fear of, of wind and yes, like you uh, alluded to, or didn't allude to, like you highlighted, there is certain fear that is supposed to be there. Right. So like if it's white capping, I, I learned this lesson a hard way, but if it's white capping, <laughs> you might not want to push it to the very end. Like, can I run my hardest fast in white caps? 
you know, I've, I've tried. It, it went really, really great until it didn't. <laughs> and then, you know, then, then a season gone, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, but the point being, if you want to get, if you, if you have fears and you can identify, like, I am fearful of conditions at events, then you need to expose yourself to those conditions, maybe in a safer manner. Maybe if it's not white capping, maybe it's halfway in between. Maybe you knock a mile an hour off the boat speed. You know, maybe I, 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 you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you exactly how to do it, but if you're not exposed to whatever it is that you're fearful of, that's what, that's what we're talking about. It's like rising to the fear, rising to the challenge, rising to make challenges to your fears, right? Like I'm going to go after you. Like that was something that I realized a long time ago when I was skiing at a, at a, you know, at, at ski tech, when I was, you know, when I had my own facility and stuff. I had two lakes there that one of which was always perfect. And guess what? Yeah. Every one of my students wanted to ski on the perfect lake, which was always, <laughs> which was always the photo shoot lake, which was always the back lake, lake two, whatever, you know, the, yep. you know, whatever the East West Lake at, at ski tech, you know, like that uh, place is magical. You know, you, you see 8 million, you know, photos for radar water skis there, you know, I mean, this place is unreal. And then it would be my turn to ski and I'd ski like one in the wind, crosswind tailwind headwind <laughs> you know and people are like what are you doing it's perfect over there and i'm like you know what everybody can ski in perfect conditions i know that when i when i get to a tournament and it's when and it's windy rolly whatever i start smiling cuz i know for a fact that i have an advantage now i turned a weakness into an advantage that's what we're trying yeah. to do that's what we're trying to do in our skiing that's, yeah. I mean, identify your weakest techniques, right? Make them strengths. Don't, don't shy away from them. Don't come up with things that, that band-aid them. Go right after them. Go get them. Yeah. You yeah. know, no, that's exactly it. And, and, and it, and it is exactly that. It, it's, it's, um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, it's, a, and it's appreciating that this isn't, this isn't a short play. Right. And, and, and because I think it's because skiing is seasonal for so many people for almost everybody it, it's 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 we kind of just run the course year after year after year and i don't mean the slalom course but we you know we run the course of the season so you know it, it's okay well it's april and may that's when i get back to where i was and, and june and july check it out i'm still right back where i was august september rolls around didn't really get any better this year and and it and it's just it's for that it, it's it's you know I, I and it's probably a little bit fear of failure or it's just fear of getting out of your comfort zone or it's fear of not you know not getting back to where you were early enough but but again just like like we you know so many different aspects of skiing like the the, the remedy is is come up with a plan stick with it and and like rossi like you said you know, you, you just have confidence in your plan and it's not, it, this isn't like as touchy feely as it, as it might sound like, you know, Rossi saying that he judges the, the quality or the, uh, of his tournament rounds by the, the, you know, by the quality of his movements more so than just his score. That's one of the best skiers in the history of the sport that, that, that sticks to that approach. So um, it, it's this ideal of, detaching yourself from the results and 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 putting a hundred percent of your effort into the process and there's no way that you won't improve <laughs> 